power. Welcome to the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast. This episode of the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast is sponsored by our launch partner, CorePay One. Picture your bank's bill pay, only better. Get built-in bookkeeping, payments, employee reimbursements, and more with CorePay One. With no monthly fee and unlimited users, CorePay One replaces slow and expensive accounts payable software. CorePay One helps you easily manage your clients' bill pay needs. The accountant dashboard is designed to let you seamlessly navigate between your clients and prioritize their most important bills while recording all of the essential bookkeeping data they need. With CorePay One, you can integrate with tools you're already using, sync your existing accounting system like QuickBooks or Xero to create one seamless automation process. You can even submit bills and receipts on the go with their mobile app, no matter where you are, using your Apple or Android device. Paying bills with CorePay One is easy. You can pay by ACH, check, or even international wire payment. And they even offer an easy way to reimburse your employees. With no monthly fees, per document scanning fees, or user fees, the pricing just makes sense. Head over to accountingautomationworkflowpodcast.promo forward slash CorePay. That's accountingautomationworkflowpodcast.promo forward slash C-O-R-P-A-Y. Automation powered accounting with CorePay One. Welcome to the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast, where you can automate your firm one podcast at a time. We're on a quest to eradicate data entry through accounting automation. I'm Heather Satterley. And I'm Brian Clare. And today we're going to talk all about receipt capture. This is an interesting topic to me. I know we're in some like pretty much the same Facebook groups for accountants and bookkeepers. How many times a week would you say that you see a question pop up that's like, I, I'm i looking at this app and this app, which one do you guys recommend for receipt capture? All the time. And everybody wants to know the differences between all of the apps, like yeah. all of the receipt capture and yeah, they want to know everything. Yeah. So there's, I mean, all these, all these groups have literally every answer you could look for. Obviously you can yep. do some research online, but we're going to talk a bit about what some of these apps are and pros and cons and you know, what yep. would make sense for, for these firms uh, that are listening to us today? What's interesting about them is the receipt capture apps, you would think like receipt captures, receipt capture, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're all the same. It doesn't matter which one you use, but I don't think that's true at all because they do all have their own little nuances and the things that they do really well and then the things they may not do so well. So yeah, yeah we're going to dig into that. So let's start out with the freebies. Well, and they're not freebies. Like you said, <laughs> Brian's looking at me going, freebies? What are you talking about freebies? <laughs> they're not freebies, the included ones. So the ones that are included with your cloud accounting software. So QuickBooks Online and Zero uh, slash HubDoc. Yeah, very, uh, I mean, I'd say HubDoc's more, a little bit more robust than QuickBooks Online receipts, but it can work for sure for what you need. Uh, super basic, snap a photo. And then there's a, there's an uh, an option within, I think it's under banking, I believe, yep. where you can pick receipts and then you'll see all your receipts uploaded there. That's that's in QuickBooks, by the way. Yeah. And the QuickBooks receipt capture, I really like, we use it in our firm, totally use it in our firm. And um, what I like about it is you can upload the receipts three different ways. So if your client uses the QuickBooks online mobile app, 
then they can just snap a receipt right from their mobile device, Android or iOS. And one of the things that it didn't do, but now it does, and I think this was added just recently, is it used to be that you could take, you could snap the receipt, but then you couldn't do anything with it in the mobile device. Hmm. So you'd snap it and then it would go away and you'd be like, where'd it go? And basically you'd have to go log into QuickBooks Online in your browser to actually do anything with it. But now you can snap the receipt and you can actually code it there if you want to. That's a much needed addition, I would say, because snapping the receipt and not knowing what happened to me is pretty much the same as, you know, you pay for gas at the pump, you get your receipt and you just crumble it and it goes on the floor in your car. Yeah. And well, and, and, and I will say this as the accounting professional, and I'm, I'm wondering if there's others that kind of share this view with me is that sometimes I don't want my clients to code it. Like, I think I was almost happier when they just took the picture of the receipt and then it would go up to the browser and then me and my team, we would go in and, you know, code it. So, and, and you still have to code it, right? So with the QuickBooks receipt capture, it has OCR, which is that optical character recognition technology. And so it will pull, it'll, it'll read it and it'll pull the vendor name and it will pre-fill the vendor name. If it finds a match, it'll put in the date of the receipt and it'll put in the amount, but you can't, there's no rules or anything. So you can't like, you can't enter one receipt and say, Hey, every time another receipt comes in like this, I want you to code it the same way, Mm. which that's true automation. Yeah. So receipt capture in QuickBooks online is cool and it's gets the receipts in pretty automated kind of, but it's not true automation because you still have to enter all the details for every single transaction. So it is your basic, basic, like it's your baby step (laughs) (laughs) to accounting automation. And and also the QuickBooks online receipt capture is it's included in all the subscription levels. So you have somebody on simple start and you got it. Right. Yeah, so it's that's a good that. good introduction, I guess, to receipt capture. If you know, we use uh, we use Dext yep. at my firm, so definitely more robust than uh, than QuickBooks receipts. But it is a good good starting point, I think. Uh, if someone's never used an app like that, you could throw them on that and see how it goes. And if you're using something else already, then at least you get those sort of like I said, training wheels going, and then maybe migrate them over to a more robust app when they need it. You use both QuickBooks Online and Xero. Yep. There should be a word for that. Um oh my God. It starts let's with make an up a. a let's wait make up a word for that. Like there, when somebody because because typically you have you're either team QuickBooks yep. or you're team zero. But you're not. You're like team both. The word is on the tip of my tongue and I forget it. It starts with an A though. Agnostic. Yes. Yeah. We are agnostic. That's so what whatever's right for the client, you're yep. like, let's do this. Yeah. I mean, completely separate discussion, but for us, like literally the one question that we ask or not, not one, but the one that kind of decides which way we go is, um, multi-currency a little different in Canada with, uh, with multi-currency, but uh, yeah. if, if there is multi-currency for a client, we almost always go with zero. Cool. So talk about the receipt capture in zero with HubDoc. So HubDoc was a company, for those of you that don't know the, the HubDoc saga, because it was a saga, like mm-hmm. this was a huge saga in the accounting, at least in the QuickBooks community it was. So HubDoc was a, is amazing. It, it hits the market. We're all super excited about it because it also captures receipts and you can push them through. It actually grabs receipts 
automatically from a lot of different vendors, you can actually connect like your telephone account to it and it'll automatically pull the, the, pull the receipts in. So it's really unique in that way. Um, and we love it. And then you can send the transactions over to QuickBooks Online or Zero. Now, this is the way it was. I mean, we're telling a story here. And you could push them over. You could create rules that said that when it came in, you know, if something comes in Verizon, it gets coded as telephone. And then you can you can map it over and send it over to QuickBooks. And that was great. And so all of us QuickBooks users loved it. And we were like, this is so awesome. And then all of a sudden we woke up one day and Zero bought it. <laughs> and we're like, what? Right? So what's the deal with that? So I don't use Zero. So I mean, I still have clients that use HubDoc with QuickBooks, but um, well, I, I don't have any clients currently that use HubDoc with QuickBooks, but I have people I know that use HubDoc with QuickBooks. So tell me about that. How does that work with Zero? Is it is it included with the Zero subscription? Do you get it free or do you have to pay more? You do get it for free. You can still uh, you can still pay for it separately if you don't have a Zero subscription. But now I think it's on might be on every level actually. I, I honestly misremember here, but you definitely get it for free on uh, the, the the top level version of zero. So that's nice, nice, nice little perk there. And, and you know, if, if that's all you really need to do the receipt capture, then you don't need something like Dex or auto entry or these other ones that we're going to talk about similar to QBO. If QBO receipts works for you, then you can use that. So kind of same situation there. And we're going to talk about just, I'm just a little teaser. We're going to talk about on our next podcast statement fetch. And that's mm-hmm. HubDocs was a pl- is a player in that too. And I'm interested to hear from you on that next episode about how that's going for you. Cause I've been hearing like some fun things about. <laughs> yeah. The we'll, so we'll, we'll dive into that. it. Yeah. 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 So you got to come back for the next episode to talk about bank fetch, which is also a really fun topic. Yeah. So there's, so you use, you use HubDoc with some of your clients that are using Zero, but you're using Dex. Tell me about Dex. We don't use Dex in our firm right now. I, I really like Dex and it's funny during sales calls, the way I sell it is I ask, I ask the, the prospect, do you know how to take a selfie? Always gets a giggle, a little chuckle. <laughs> of course I know how to take a selfie. Yes, I, I know you do. And then I asked that purposely, <laughs> but uh, so they always say yes. And they like instantly understand what it is. And that's like any receipt capture app, realistically, right? But kind of functions the same as, you know, the two we mentioned already, QuickBooks uh, receipts and HubDoc, Snap Photo. Uh, it goes into the software, a little more, more robust with the OCR. You can create the rules that you mentioned that QuickBooks doesn't have. HubDoc does have it a bit. Uh, they have expense reports, no approval workflows other than on the expense reports, but pretty, uh, pretty robust. Clients like it. We get them to just, snap the photo of the receipt and and tell them not to code anything. As you mentioned, you don't like that. We don't like it either. But yeah, it's it, it works. Does a good job. Nice. So when you were saying taking a selfie, now I'm like the picture that popped into my head and this is totally random, but I think you're used to that for me. <laughs> is taking a selfie with a receipt. Like I I feel like that oh should be an automation challenge this week. It's not really, but that would be so funny if all of a sudden Twitter was flooded with people taking a selfie with a receipt and tagging accounting automation podcast. I think that would be hysterical. I like it. We, I, yeah, I, we should really do that. Fun. Yeah. I took a selfie with my receipt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> All right, let's talk auto entry. So auto entry is another one. We use auto entry a lot in our firm. It's one of our go-to apps, but we don't use it for receipt capture. We actually use it. I mean, we do sometimes, but not as much as we use it for parsing out bank statements when we're doing cleanup jobs and yep. we love it. Yeah, we're pretty much the same there. It does a really good job for creating the CSV files from PDFs. I'm assuming that's what you mean. Yep. No, it's, yeah, it does a C. Yeah, exactly. That then you can import as a, yeah, as a bank feed. Yeah. So, but it also does a really good job of importing receipts. And, and, and what I like, and most of these apps have this, you get a unique email address, right? And then you can set up the forwarding from your vendor. Like you go in, you know how they have like automatically send me my invoices. You can put in the email address and you can do this in Dex too, right? Yep. And you can do it in auto entry and then it'll just, when they send you an invoice, a bill, we're going to talk about that. I'm <laughs> yeah. just going to slap my hand. When they send you a bill, <laughs> um, it automatically goes into auto entry or Dext and the OCR happens. Yeah, that, I, I like that feature as well. Um, auto forward those uh, those receipts for sure. Like, I think the one I always mention is Amazon. You, know, you mm. always get that email when you buy something, although they don't attach stuff anymore, which is a little bit annoying. But um, yeah, set up forwarding rules, right? Directly into auto entry or Dext or you know whatever software has that. So definitely save some time there. Yep. And then we have our friends at Expensify right? Mm -hmm. Expensify also has the ability to do expense reports, or you can have like, if you have a company credit card, which I have, I have a couple of clients that are on Expensify. And so their team is responsible for taking pictures on the Expensify app on their phone and then coding whatever it was for. And that gets processed and pushed over to the accounting software. So that's nice too. So yeah. that does that as well. And that has rules as well. You can set up rules in Expensify too. Yeah, a bit of a different workflow, I would say. Like kind of the same, but a little different where you buy something on the Expensify card and it, I think it prompts you to to uh, submit the receipt. Is that correct? It does. It does prompt you to submit the receipt. And you don't have to use the Expensify card. So you could use like an American Express or okay. any other kind of card and you can link it to Expensify. Their Expensify card is something that's relatively new, but it's basically them becoming the card. And that brings us to another app that also does receipt capture, which is Divi, which is very much like that as well. So Divi, you get a line of credit and I love Divi. We use Divi in our firm and I like it because it, it allows you to create those burner cards. Yeah. So you can create like a burner credit card that's for the exact amount of the purchase. And then you give it to your employee and then they can use the card for that purchase. So you don't have to order stuff for them. Right. And then it's done. Like they can never use it again and they can only use it. You can say it, it can only be used at a certain vendor. It can only be for a certain amount. It can only be for a certain amount of time. And so we use it for like CPE, you know, how we're accountants. Yeah. We have CPE. Well, for our team, they're they're allowed, you know, approved CPE. They put in a request for CPE. We approve it, and then they get issued a Divi card to go pay for it. And I'm now jealous. We don't actually have Divi in Canada, unfortunately. Oh. I've uh, I've I, I think I sat through a demo with them. I'm like, this is amazing. I want to try this. Are you in Canada? Nope. Damn it. Come to Canada. We are yeah. accountants as well. I think they're working on it, but I, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I, I am a big fan and it, it really is super convenient. And you can also send, you can set budgets, which is awesome for us and, you know, for our clients that need budgets yeah. <laughs> need to be budgeted and, you know, set up alerts based on those budgets. So I, I love that as well. Um, 
And then the other one, oh, go ahead. Sorry. There was some news there that the cloud accounting podcast. Yes. About Divi, right? Yep. Yeah. There was a big one. So Divi was just bought by our friends at Mm bill.com. So that was like big earth shattering accountant space news that now they're part of bill.com. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, Bill.com, also not available in Canada. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But you know what is available in Canada is Corp A1. Yep. yep. They are available in Canada. In fact, they are in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> um, and they do OCR, but they also do a bunch of other stuff. And they're primarily a bill pay platform, but they do automation. And what I really think Corp A1 is really cool, and we'll talk about it on another episode, I think we're going to talk about bill pay and stuff Yep. in a couple Google of episodes, yeah. is that they have this really, 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 really cool no-code platform built into it that allows you to set up these really complex approvals and, and you know, really map, really get like nitty-gritty roll up your sleeves and map mm-hmm. how the data goes into your accounting system, which is really cool. So I can't wait to dig into that. Yeah. And you have that. I mean, you totally have that. So that's a win, right? Yeah. And we're obviously two huge nerds that love the no-code movement. So we do <laughs> definitely love interested in that one. Totally. Yeah. So I want to talk about it. I just, I alluded to this. We were talking about bill versus invoice. Like I hear people like when we're talking about capturing receipts and a lot of these, you know, a lot of these apps, most of these apps, I would say, in fact, maybe all of these apps, you capture the document, the receipt document, but you can create different types of transactions with it. Right. So you can, you can create a receipt which typically is like an expense transaction, like a cash transaction, something or credit card. Like it's being paid at the point of sale. Yep. Yep. Or you can create a bill that then gets paid later. And so I said, I slapped my hand when I called a vendor bill, a vendor invoice. And that's a huge confusion, right? And every time I'm talking about receipt captures, it's like, well, can it import invoices too? And I'm always like, why would you want to import invoices? Because aren't you creating them in your accounting system? I guess if you use like a third party yeah. that was syncing over to your accounting system, you'd want a copy of the invoice that was sent to the customer, maybe? Is that? Yeah. I, like we've got a customer, for example, they they like the FreshBooks invoicing module. Mm-hmm. So they'll do their invoices in there and we bring it over to Dext in the invoice section or the sales section. And then we load it into their QuickBooks file. Interesting with it, with it attached. Yeah. So that's okay. Yeah. Pretty much if you're not doing the invoicing directly in the software, uh, that's where something like that would come in handy. And what's the benefit of that? Is it just like an, I mean, what's the benefit of having the, the invoice, the pay, is it just so like if somebody asks for a copy, you can just download it and send it to them or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Gotcha. How, uh, how often do your customers use bill and invoice interchangeably? Pretty often. We train them on it, you know, bill is a bill, you know, but that is a hard because a lot of a lot of accounting software, software, especially the ERP, you know, softwares do call them vendor invoices. So if you're Sage, I think Sage calls them vendor invoices. So you have invoices, you have customer invoices and you have vendor invoices. But then, you know, QuickBooks said that's confusing. So we're going to call invoices customer and bill is vendor. Is zero the same way? I can't recall, to be honest. <laughs> That's maybe terrible. it's not as big as, as big of a deal as I think it is. No, I, I, I am on your side on this, 100%. And this is a conversation I've absolutely had with my team around this. 
and like reiterating to them anything that comes from a vendor is a bill because you are not invoicing the vendor even though they're invoicing you when it comes to you from your perspective it's a bill to you and i've had new clients that have come to us and just to to say why i feel like it's a big deal i've had new clients that have come to me that have implemented their own accounting software and they're like they've realized when they've tried to run a report that something's drastically wrong. And I've seen it happen more than once in my career where they've put in all of their vendor bills as customer invoices because they went to invoice and in their mind, they were like, I get an invoice from my vendors and they put them all in. Right. And then all of a sudden we have all this data that is garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. Because all of it's, you know, showing up as income instead of an expense. You know, I just thought of this, maybe what is throwing customers off is uh, or our customers off when they receive a bill is that it actually says invoice on it it totally does (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't say bill no (laughs) we're the problem (laughs) but that also wouldn't make yeah that also wouldn't make sense though right like if if i'm invoicing my customer yeah i am sending out an invoice but to them yes they're receiving my invoice but it is a bill that they need to pay me so yeah, it's a little little confusing, but I I always I always position it like what what is it how like when when you're receiving something, how do you view that? Right? Or or like do yeah. do you understand what I'm saying there? I do. I, I get it. Is when it comes into you like I have a bill I have to pay, right? It's, yeah, it's your perception. Yeah, and I'm no. sending my customer an invoice. But yeah. I've been trained to do that. And and I would say to give our our clients and non-accountants, you know, it, it's not their fault. Like it's no. if, if I went to go spend the day working in an auto garage, I'm sure I'd be calling all the tools the wrong thing, right? <laughs> I am sure that I would be doing that. I don't know. Yeah, I probably would too. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. So it, it's, you know, we were like, Bill, invoice. It's like, they don't know. No. Why should they know? All good. That's why we train them, right? It's all good. That's why they need us. So we know. Definitely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, you know, we, our clients want easy, right? They want easy. They want, they want to do as little as possible <laughs> in order to get really good information to run their business. So like scanning things, scanning things with a scanner. That's not easy. No. Like people want to take pictures with their phone. They want to take the selfies with their receipt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New bill. <laughs> right. Not an invoice. Yeah. No. Right. Absolutely. What else what else is new in the world of accounting? I saw in the in the world of accounting apps this week. Anything cool that you have heard or shattering? I think Carbon got some money. Oh yeah. Recently. So yeah. We both use carbon and love it. Couple bucks. Relay got some money. Relay got some money. Yep. I think expensive. I got some more money too, right? Yeah. Lots of money flowing for these uh, fintech apps. Yep. Absolutely. So I think we have to challenge. I think we have to challenge our listeners. Um, every every episode, we tell you about a different type of accounting automation, and and then we challenge you to do to make a change in in your own firm to help automate your workflows. And so we want to, we want to challenge you if you're using QuickBooks online or zero, try using the receipt capture. See what you think. Let us know what you think. It's, it's, you're not going to pay any more for it. So 
give it a shot. And I find, do you find, um, Brian, whenever there's like a new technology that I'm really excited about, I always implement it in my own firm first. Do you do that too? It's definitely better to test it in your own firm, I would say, unless you have like a really, really open client that enjoys technology. I know uh, some of my clients have said app overload. Yes. Just that's that's part of it, I guess. There's definitely a lot of technology used nowadays, but yeah, I, th- I think I'd agree. Um, make sure you test it in your firm and, and it works. And if it does, see if it can, you know, you can roll it out to a client or all your clients or see if it's uh, if it's a good fit to replace something potentially that you're already using. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And, you know, I, I was saying that we use Divi in our firm. And we love it because I, I was like, wow, this is awesome. But I'm like, I need to know it and use it and understand it so that I can support clients that I'm recommending it to. And I yep. think that's always a best practice. Yeah, totally. In my agree. mind, anyway. So try it out. If you're using QuickBooks Online, you have it and you can download the app on your phone. And then the next time you go out, take a client to lunch or you run to the office supply store or you buy something on Amazon, you can either forward it or snap a picture of it and then start attaching it to. Yep. Same thing with zero, right? You can use HubDoc, you get that for free. So yep. Exact same scenarios. Right. And some of these apps that we talked about are actually free too. Like Divi, totally free. (laughs) (laughs) Totally free. There's no cost to use Divi. And Core One is also free. Nice. Yeah. So those are two free things that you could go and try and it's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. I think with Divi, you have to, you have to open a line of credit with them to use it. So we are towards the end of our time together today. I think this was a super fun. I love hanging out with you, Brian. It's I always love fun hanging out with you as well. It's always fun and interesting. And you always have a different view. We have different views and it's fun to compare and contrast. Yeah. Nerd out a bit, right? Nerd out for sure. So I had an interesting um, zap that I built this week just before I know it's totally side thing. So I had, I built a zap that basically takes a QuickBooks invoice and then creates another, like a a different QuickBooks invoice format. Hmm. And then it uploads it to a Dropbox file. So what I was able to do, it's really cool. And 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 I think the only reason I mention it is because I, I, I think it's cool, not just for what I did, but for other uses, is that when the invoice is created in QuickBooks, if you create a template in a Google Doc, like a Google Doc template, yep. you can map all of the fields in the QuickBooks invoice to the fields in the Google Doc. And then you do a search step after it creates the Google Doc, you do a search step. And you know, when you do the search step, it you can download, you can take, you can grab a file of that Google Doc in PDF or Word or whatever you want. I think there's like five or six different file types and then do something with it. You could send an email, you can upload it to cool. SharePoint, to Dropbox or whatever. But it's a really cool use case of that automation because think about it, you could do like, I did this once also for a not-for-profit, right? That needs to send those donor letters. Yep. And so what it does, you just set up the um, the template in a Google Doc, and then you map it to Zapier. Invoice happens, and then it automatically, you know, will send them the donor letter. And you can even use Google Cloud Print if you want to have it print at your client's printer every time they do it. Just huh. automatically spit it out, and then they can drop it in the mail. Interesting. I think we'll have to unpack that one in another episode, because that does sound very interesting. Doesn't that sound really It's fun? like a mail merge through Zapier, kind of. It is. And it's using 
every like I mean, besides QuickBooks Online, it's it's all Google. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, we will, we will definitely unpack that in a future episode. I'll be asking you some questions so everyone can all understand right. how to build it themselves. We're gonna have to do like a, a whole just a Zapier like geek out <laughs> episode, like a series of Zapier geek out episode of yeah. where we just talk about different automations that we've built with Zapier. That would for be sure. Fun. Okay, cool. All right, guys. My name is Heather Satterly. And my name is Brian Clare. And this is the Accounting Automation Workflow Podcast. We're here to help you work less by automating more.